We are Finding Success and we're here to help break that monotony of your life and help you find your own version of success. Welcome back, guys, to another episode with me, Alex. And me, Adam. How you doing, mate? You are right. I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm living the dream. It's uh, a beautiful, beautiful August. Birthday yesterday. Yeah, happy birthday. Getting old, thank you very much. And... uh, <clears throat> living the dream, mate. I'm living the dream, you know. Bit of this, bit of that. How, how about you? How are you getting on? Yeah, good. Living the dream, you know me. Um, I got to say, I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit heartbroken. Um, obviously, the lionesses didn't bring home the World Cup. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah. So that was a bit disappointing. That was a little bit disappointing. I thought we were talking about something else then, but why were we talking? No, well, what emotions? Maybe I'm a bit heartbroken. <laughs> Don't be so stupid. No, um, obviously, yeah. So I'm a bit glad we didn't bring the World Cup. I th- there was a bit of me that thought, hang on, we might be able to do this. Yeah. But. Um, we didn't. No. I thought we were going to be sh- showering. <laughs> through champagne. Champagne, yeah, for a shower head. <coughs> but we didn't. It didn't happen, did it? But it's okay. Always, but it's okay. There's always next time. Exactly. Be fine. Be fine. Um, what are we going to talk about today, my friend? This week, top lad, we're going to talk about the law of attraction. Now, this is quite... This isn't really really talking about very often, is it? Because when we think about the law of attraction, we think about a relationship or a woman or a man or whatever you're attracted to. But by that means, we don't mean a thing like being a successful CEO or being a successful sports person or trader or investor or whatever. We don't really think about that. And it's something that we should think about because Mm. that attraction is what draws us to be that person. When we want to be someone who we perceive as being successful in life, we want to almost enforce every single daily habit, minutely habit that they have that we can take and understand Mm. and why they do it and how they do it and for what reason and then copy it. Because... The world's most successful investor, Warren Buffett, has had a copy for years of Manish Pabrai. And when he first started up investing, he copied every single move that Warren Buffett made. And that is how he became successful. <laughs> and then he's developed his own system. He's, he's, he's not as diverse as what Warren is, but his portfolio is very small. He only owns two, three companies at the moment. But he found a way of working it for him. But he, yeah, he copied Warren's daily habits, life investing habits, and just enforced them. And now he is who he is because of that. One of the greatest investors on exactly. to have graced this planet. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's very important that we have to start looking into who is successful and for what reason should we follow them. Absolutely. We, we sort of do that with the people that we follow and yeah. look up to in the senior sense. People like Jocko, people like David Goggins. <clears throat> We saw, and we nitpick our favourite bits about them. Yeah. And, you know, why are they like that? How how do they get like that? Can we try and put that into our own lives, you know, and create a, a superhuman person ourselves, don't we? So, a, a good point, actually. As you said just then, we pick from those guys, but we pick every single bit that we like. The things that, like, okay... I'm not going to say no one likes getting up at four o'clock in the morning like Jocko does, but <laughs> like we might take the the four o'clock from Jocko and the five thirty from David and meet in the middle, and we'll go yeah. right. Well, maybe this is a good time because we've got one extreme to another, or maybe we have like um, 
the way that Dale Carnegie speaks to people and how you're talking about how to speak to people and the way that Jocko speaks to people. He's very blunt to the straight to the point and like, I want to talk to you this, that and the other. Whereas Dale was a bit more like he will want to speak and make you think that he wants you to speak to him. He will want to get like answers and numbers and reasons and why and whatever out of you before he carries on. So... Um, that's, I think a, that's a very important thing. That's a very interesting contrast, aren't they, those two you picked? Dale Carnegie, Carnegie the, the author of um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. And Jocko Willink. Because <clears throat> you're right, Jocko is a bit, he's a bit more militant, isn't he? He's a bit he's like... like, to the point. Exactly. No yeah. f- no fluff, just boff. And old... Uh, I forgot his name. Dale Carnegie. Mm. <clears throat> from reading his book, it's not... It's definitely not to the point. It's more make it about the other person, make them feel important. Yeah you know, almost go out of your way to ensure they're the most important thing in the room or make them feel like it at least. Um, and would you argue they get the same results? Yeah. Or would you say they get... I don't s- think they get the same results. Go on, what do you go on? Tell yeah, me I, I, think, think. I think Dale... Dale gets... Dale wins a friendship front. Let's just yep. say that. I think Dale, in that respect, people like him more than they like Jocko. Yep. However... People who understand Jocko also understand his reasons why and the simplicity the the simplicity in his mind and the way it works. So maybe not as in a friendship wise, but maybe as in he doesn't maybe that's a fair point. He doesn't have many followers, but the more of his following is hardcore diehard fans. The more following of Dale is more of like a I follow him because he I know I've read that is. book. Yeah, and yeah. it's a very good book. So I think you have two contrasts there. Yeah, fair good be. point. <clears throat> that is a good point. So, okay, who would would you rather be? What would you rather take more of from who? Uh, I would like to be like Jocko. I want more people to like me because I'm out for me, not out for them to think I'm out for them. If that makes sense. Yeah. You. <clears throat> I'd say I'm going to say the same, I think, actually. You'd like him to be authentically into you for you being you. So you never, you, when you are authentically you. Yeah. So if they're a fan of that, you know, you can just be yourself. There's never any worry. You yourself. Yeah. And I was going to say, we can spin that into like using something that we want. So for instance, if you want to become a successful investor or if you want to become, say, a very good, uh, what's, what's a chat show person called? Chat show person? Chat show host. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. You want to be the next Jimmy Fallon. Very good at talking to people. He's probably read Dale Carnegie's book millions of times on how to get words out of people. And if we say um, Johnny Davidson's at home sitting watching Jimmy Fallon, he's like, I want to be the next Jimmy Fallon. Or Jay Leno or whatever. I want yeah, to be yeah, the next yeah. Jay Leno. Ellen. Ellen. Just watches that person day in, day out, understands how they stare in someone's eyes, how they're talking to someone, what their hand movements are, how clearly are they speaking, what language they're using. And then they kind of go, well, they're great at communicating with different people. Maybe I need to do the same thing. Then they start influencing that move on that person. Okay, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to do. I'm going to follow this person down to a T and then I'm going to install whatever they do, do the same thing and I will be them because the law of attraction. Uh-huh. It's true. It happens. Yeah. It's very, very true. Yeah. It happens. How are some ways, apart from watching that person, that we can also install the install, sorry, 
the law of attraction? Uh, <clears throat> first thing that comes to mind is uh, obsession. Yes. Um, if obviously not watching them constantly, but say say if you you are desperate to achieve something in your in your life, be it whatever it is, professional investor, business owner, super athlete, professional athlete, um, obsession is a massive key, and that will help. That <clears throat> that is, I'd say, a umbrella. It's underneath the law of attraction, isn't it? Essentially, it's an umbrella under underneath. It's a essential ingredient into the dish that is law of attraction. Yeah. Um, without that, you'll never be the best. No. You can't be... There's, the greatest of all time aren't the jack-of-all-trades. They don't go around doing a bit of this, bit of that. They just have one hyper-focus on one aspect of their life, i.e. Kobe Bryant on basketball, Michael Jordan on basketball, um, Tiger Woods on golf, like hyper focused to the point it's almost detrimental to your social life, your family, so on and so forth. That is the best way to attract success or whatever it is you're wanting to attract. Sure, yeah. Whether whether it be a, I might not work with relationships because they're, in, as we all know, they're very complicated, and um, <laughs> being obsessed with someone is not the way to attract them. But no. ignore, yeah, leaving. That to the side, but I think with businesses, with you know athletes, I think there's obsession is a key factor to yeah. be able to be the greatest. I'm not talking just be good, the greatest. Yeah. If the lionesses were obsessed with winning that World Cup for the last four years, they'd have won it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It, I think it goes down to who wants it most. Absolutely, yeah. Who wants it most? Absolutely. At, the moment, at that day, Spain won it more than we did. Exactly. That. Mike Tyson back in the day wanted it more than anyone he went up against. Yeah. And like people that towered over him, he wanted him more. He was an animal. But you can see, you can see, even see in his interviews today how he still wants it. Yeah, like yeah. He has these things that he really, really wants. So like his successful weed company, for instance, he still wants that to work. Yeah. So when you see him talking about it, or like the podcast that he does, when he's so involved in it, you can just see that he's hyper-focused on that one aspect and he's, he's all in. It's all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. And Incredible. that makes, that's, that's, how to achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve yeah. to attract your success to get the outcome yeah that's it that's the point yeah. to get the outcome you need to be obsessed to get the outcome that you want to have yeah. it's really really simple um, and one other thing we I'm not gonna, I'll bring it in quickly I'm not going to talk about it too much but is talking about programming ourselves when I say programming I mean having a list of understanding what we want to do and why what the reason is we want to be this person, how we become this person, what are the steps we can outtake that, and why we should write this down and actually look at this and go, right, I need to do this, that, this, that, and this, accountability. Mm. We need to have accountability tick sheet in some way or another so that we can have specific goals just to physically look and tick them off every single day. Just like uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. He has these six or seven, it might be eight, I can't remember, this, in his little list. And it tells you, right, uh, I think number three is you stare into a mirror, you are going to write a passage on your phone, on your piece of paper or whatever, and you're going to read it out to yourself every single day. I will become, blah, 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 the most successful person in football. I will earn this amount of money. I will live in this house with two kids and a wife and four dogs. I will have this amount of land and I will drive this car. 
every single day, every single night, you say it in the mirror for 30 seconds or however long it takes you. And it tells you to do that in that book. Where'd that book come from? That book come from interviewing the most successful people at that time. Uh, the top of 500 people, sorry, mm. in that time. And that book was written on those 500 people that they found very common things that they came across and put it in a book that's 250 pages big that anyone can go and read. It's fairly, fairly hard to read, but it's it's not impossible. And that will change your life. If you read that Absolutely. page by page and understand it and follow every single thing and aspect and step in that book, it will change your life. Absolutely. And I want to reiterate that that the uh, the concept of writing it down and actually knowing what you're after. Mm. If you have such a vague idea, if it's a little bit cloudy, it's not going to work. If you speak to um, like Richard Branson or... Yeah, Richard, I think it's Richard Branson that said this, actually. Uh, owner of Virgin... Corporation, they you know they did everything from they they've got an airline, they've got uh, luxury cu- cruise yachts, started as a media store. They still doing Virgin fiber optics, yep. still internet, Lo- loads of branches of the Virgin brand. Um, Virgin Mobile, Virgin Atlantic, Virgin whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah. One of the greatest. He's got Virgin Galactic, the space yeah program. Um, <clears throat> so incredible entrepreneur. And he said his job as a CEO was not to know everything about the business it was to create a clear precise vision that people can act on so if he was able to portray exactly what he wanted to his staff his upper managers then he knows they can work on they can act on exactly that yeah. if it's just a slightest bit cloudy there's a tiny bit of doubt it's never you're never going to put it off you're not going to be able to get to where you want to be so yeah. writing it down being crystal clear is is vital and I think this should be done multiple times a year just to make sure you're still on the same track because things change. You know? I do, yeah. Um, and I think it's important that you are able to change with the times. And yeah, just doing this almost four times a year, just once a quarter. Write it down. Even if you're writing down the same thing because last you truly feel that's all you want the next quarter and the next quarter and the next quarter. Just keep doing it. Yeah. I think it's also very important to be honest with yourself about it. A lot of people would say that they mm-hmm. want to be something or want to do something, but they say it because their friend says it or because mm-hmm. their mum says that you must do this or you must become a doctor or you must become a police officer or a mechanic or whatever. If you want to do something in your life, be truly honest with what you want to do. If you want to become a stripper, go and be a stripper. I don't care. But if you're going to be a stripper, be the best bloody stripper out Amen. there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to be a cyclist, if you're going to be a judo player, if you, whatever it is, is that you're going to be, just be the best at it, but be honest and be open with who you want to be. Mm. You don't have to tell the world, but be honest to yourself because you owe yourself at least that minimum. Beautiful. Anything else to add? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, links will be down below. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Help this podcast get out there so we can help the world. Take care, guys. Have a good week. See you next time. Success is available for everyone, so why should you settle for less?